The Holy Gospel is written in the Gospel according to St. Matthew, the eighth chapter, beginning at the first verse. Glory be to thee, O Lord. When Jesus was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will, be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus saith unto him, See thou tell no man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come, and I will heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh. And to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled, and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and from the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And then Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way. As thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please sit for a moment. Yes, words from that gospel passage we've just heard read. Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, and touched him. How often I hear today the complaint that our political and other leaders have both church and state, are, as we say, out of touch. And a situation, I think, further exasperated by our technological means of communication, so-called, which actually depersonalize contemporary life at every level, where machines have replaced persons, both from the checkout all the way to the cash point, and where we're invited to touch a screen while at the same time cautioned against touching, touching others, especially children. Yes, indeed, a generation out of touch. But not so with our God. Not so with our God who has shown us his face in the person of Jesus Christ, for whom there is nothing and nobody deemed as untouchable. Jesus Christ, bone of our bone, flesh of our flesh, who went out of his way all the way from heaven to earth and hell and back again, precisely in order to get in touch with us 
to touch our lives physically and metaphorically and by his Holy Spirit to stay in touch with us in time and for eternity. So in today's gospel we read in especially vivid circumstances of one specific example of Christ's healing touch. And not least to a leper who was deemed especially untouchable by the religious law of his day as well as medically and physically. Yes indeed the physical condition of the leper actually was a simply terrible one but there was something which made it even worse. Josephus, the Jewish historian, tells us that lepers were treated, I quote, as if they were in effect dead men, dead men. And Leviticus in the Old Testament is quite explicit. It says, the leper shall remain unclean as long as he has the disease. He is unclean, he shall dwell alone in a habitation outside the camp, Leviticus 13. You see, again, Leviticus tells us the leper had to go about with rent clothes, disheveled hair, with a covering upon his upper lip, and as he went, he had to cry, unclean, unclean. In Jesus' day, the leper was barred from Jerusalem and from all walled towns, even in open places, it was illegal to greet a leper. No one might come nearer to a leper than four cubits, which is about equivalent of six feet. But, but, the good news in today's gospel story, dear friends, breaks through all those barriers and all our taboos, as well as we read, yes, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched the leper, and the leper was cleansed. The significance in this story is not so much a miracle of healing, though it is that, but much more, I think, it's a miracle of the infinite love and compassion transcending all laws and taboos, overtaking man-made rules of religion, to bring you and me back in touch with the source of all life and love, the true and living God. For in the kingdom of God, there are no untouchables, no outsiders. For as St. Paul insists, he says, in Christ there is neither Greek nor Jew, male nor female, bond or free, for he says, all are one in Christ. Yes, a lesson we still haven't fully learned even 2,000 years later. We still have our pet untouchables, don't we? Yes. And in, Amer in India still, there is a caste which is untouchable. Even Peter, you remember, was slow to take this up in the, in, of the gospel message. Do you remember that dream or vision Peter had at Joppa? half asleep on the rooftop, waiting for lunch to get ready downstairs. He saw something like, we're told, a sailcloth coming down from heaven full of technically, religiously unclean animals which were not kosher and therefore not allowed to a Jew to eat. And the voice comes, rise Peter and eat. 
No, Lord, replies Peter. Nothing unclean has ever touched my lips. The reply, it is not for you, Peter, to call unclean or profane what God has touched. Those words rang out in the history of the story of the human race. And profane is very interesting. Profane, in front of the temple, it means from Latin. And what was in front of the temple, the Jewish temple? Ah, the court of the Gentiles, the outsiders. They weren't allowed in the temple. They were profane, cast outside in front of the temple. Gentiles, outsiders, as the word literally means. But for the God of the incarnation, there are no outsiders, no unclean objects or persons. For our in-touch God has reached out and embraced our frail, flawed humanity, breaking down the barriers, as St. Paul says in Ephesians, and making of the two one new whole humanity in himself by the blood of the cross. So, can I just suggest in conclusion, you know, you might want to take out your Bibles and dust them a bit this evening, like most Anglicans need to do. Take out your Bible this evening and turn to chapter 8 of Matthew's Gospel, the first verses, and read again those first few verses of today's Gospel story. And then can I suggest that you might want to ask yourself, as I need to ask myself, is there something or someone who I have drawn the line with, put a barrier between them and myself, and I'm now out of touch with them, with whom I now, perhaps, should need to seek once again to get in touch with, in the same way and for the same reason as God in Christ went out of his way all the way to get in touch and to stay in touch with our humanity from every yesrit, every tribe and nation under the sun. For as John says in his first epistle, how can I love a God whom I've not seen if I don't love my neighbor who I have seen? And as we prayed in the opening prayer for today, the colic for this third Sunday after Trinity, may I finish with just reading it and making it our own afresh. Almighty and everlasting God, mercifully look upon our infirmities and in all our dangers and necessities stretch forth thy right hand to help and defend us. And the good news is he has and he always will. But providing we go today and every day and do likewise and do likewise. Amen.